What is up, GCF fam? It's your boy, Sean, here, coming to you live with another edition of the Sean Solo Podcast. We are here today. (sighs) Let it sink in, baby. It is the Friday before week one in the NFL, and I am here to give you our week one must-starts for Sunday and Monday, okay? But before we get into that... We are sponsored, as always, by GrandCentralFantasy.com. And for this podcast today, we have a new sponsor. You heard it on the Grand Central Fantasy pod last week, but it is the Thrive Fantasy app. It's time to prop up with Thrive Fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know about the app, it's basically a place where you can do prop bets on all the major players in the NFL, MLB, anywhere else. Uh, If you don't know what a prop bet is, you probably shouldn't be gambling. Uh, So head over to thrivefantasy.com. When you you sign up on the app, use promo code GCF. When you deposit 20 bucks, boom, you get an extra 20 bucks. So when you put in 20, you're really getting 40 back, okay? So remember, GCF is the promo code. Make sure you pop it in there. Tell them that we sent you. We got your back. And if you have any questions as far as what bet you should be doing you can send it to us on twitter at grand central grand central fan we love getting direct messages about thrive fantasy if you need any help with prop bets and gambling in general you already know where to go we're right there but yes go to thrive fantasy go download it in the app store google play or itunes whatever you want to do they're right there for you. They're one of the fastest growing fantasy apps out there. So we love Thrive Fantasy. We've been playing for a little while and, you know, been making a little money, been losing a little money. But hey, that's what it's all about, right? So let's dive right in because on today's episode of the podcast, I really want to take a bigger, get into the bigger picture of my blog from a couple days ago of the week one must starts. Now we're going to start with quarterbacks. Some of these guys are on the bubble. Other guys have tough matchups. I didn't want to just jump right into this and be like, oh, uh, Christian McCaffrey must start. You know, I'm not going to waste your guys' time with that. These are guys that may have some questions about, that you may have some questions about. And I'm telling you right off the bat, just start them. Don't even worry about it. So we're going to start with the quarterbacks. Number one is my guy, Kyler Murray. Okay. Now, Murray is having... A tough matchup, and he's going into it with no preseason experience against the 49ers. Now, we don't really love that for Murray, but the reality of the situation is our guy put in work last year against the 49ers. He had 391 combined passing yards in two games for four touchdowns and only one interception, which was good. The stat I love the most, two games, he had 101 rushing yards and one touchdown. Don't get cute, okay? Start Kyler Murray if you have him. Bottom line, you don't spend a high pick on a running back, or excuse me, on a quarterback and try to put another guy in because the quarterback has a bad matchup. We've already been getting some uh, questions on the Twitter, which is at Grand Central Fan, about, oh, is Kyler Murray the guy? Do you want to, do we want to take him or, or are we sure that he can handle the 49ers defense? I gave you the numbers. Don't be an idiot. Start Kyler Murray. 
Our next quarterback is Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Shout out my boy, Mikey Rock, the other half of GrandCentralFantasy.com. This is his guy for the past, I don't even know how long. If you listen to the pod, you know I'm not a Big Ben fan traditionally. I don't like his ass face. I don't like his attitude. I don't like that he's always in a walking boot and crying and acting like he's risking his life every time he goes out on the field. But this week against a terrible giant defense, okay? And there's no other word to describe it. They are absolutely terrible. I think Big Ben is going to absolutely go off. I got him for 18 to 22 fantasy points, which I know may not seem like a lot. But at the beginning of the season, people forget. It can be hard sometimes to get fantasy points out of your quarterback, depending on where the, or excuse me, depending on what kind of league format format you have. A lot of the times, quarterbacks just don't get a lot of touchdowns. And I think we see at least three touchdowns from Big Ben. I think his ceiling is up to closer to 30, but... Let's stay safe with that 18 to 22, maybe 18 to 25 range. And he's a guy that a lot of people that kind of punted on quarterback have. And they're worried about, oh, should we? Should I go with him? Should I go with Big Ben? Should I go with Cam Newton? You, you kind of pick the scraps of the quarterback class this year. Definitely go with Big Ben. He's going to absolutely dominate Monday Night Football. Show the NFL he's back. I have no issues about Big Ben going into Monday Night Football this week. So start him. He's an absolute must start along with Kyler Murray. Now, let's get into why everybody's here, okay? And we got a little bit of pushback when I did the blog. The running backs and wide receivers. I am telling you guys, these running backs are all going to be solid starts, okay? Sure. The three names I'm about to name are all rookies and I understand how that looks I'm not trying to be the cool guy with the hot takes here I'm just backing up all my opinions on facts okay so right off the bat we have Jonathan Williams with the Indianapolis Colts it's trendy now after everybody built up Jonathan Williams people overdrafted him I saw him going in the second and third round on some of these teams I really couldn't believe it but the reality of the situation is he's going to be a goddamn animal okay sure Marlon Mack's still there I like Marlon Mack this week too I gotta tell you but I look at this as Jonathan Williams coming out party okay the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is an embarrassment that's the only way to put it it's not really a professional defense in my opinion I think we see the rookie Williams go for 10 to 15 touches I think he gets close to 100 yards, and I think he finds the end zone. Now, a lot of people either have him as their running back two or their flex play. What else do you want besides that line? If it's PPR, I don't think he's going to be catching too, too much. He had a little bit of issues in the, uh, not even preseason, but in training camp. He dropped a couple passes. I do think he gets involved a lot more than people are saying. People are trying to walk back the hype a little bit by putting a lot more into Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack is a solid flex starter as well. The bottom line is the Indianapolis Colts have the best offensive line in the league just in time for Andrew Luck to retire, but that's a whole other podcast episode. And I think Phillip Rivers and company are going to go very easy 
in week one, and then he was just going to pass it off or dump it off quick to both of these running backs. But Jonathan Williams is the superior talent. He's an absolute must-start this week. Now, let's go into our next rookie running back, and that is your boy, Cam Akers, against Dallas. Now, we're keeping going with the rookies. I understand the hesitation to start Cam Akers. A lot of people are all about Akers in Dynasty. A lot of people are all about Akers for the future. I like Akers right now. And I know Sean McVay hasn't been that open about their plans with running back. You still have Daryl Henderson there. You have other guys. I'm pretty sure Cam Akers isn't even the starting running back on the depth chart, but they're all splitting carries. Whether it's this week or next week, Cam Akers is going to come to the forefront as the guy in the Todd Gurley role. He just is. Whether people want to believe it or not, he is the most talented running back on this roster. And there's room in the offense for him to absolutely dominate. And I do think we're going to see it in week one against Dallas, against the Dallas defense without Gerald McCoy, a defense that is frankly a little bit overrated. You know, I, I, I don't think we see them shut down the Rams retooled offense. And we have we see this a lot of the same guys on here as last year, but they're all healthy. We have a refocused Goff, and I think Cam Akers is exactly what this team needs to put their foot back on the gas pedal and contend for the division. I really, really do. So Cam Akers must start. If you're a little worried about him, you don't want to do it, okay, but don't say I didn't tell you, told you so next week when he goes off for, let's say, 80 yards and a touchdown and a couple catches out of the backfield. And a lot of these questions we're getting him, he's nobody's RB2, and if he is, you probably have a bad team. He's a flex play. People are saying, oh, should I start him or A.J. Green? Start Cam Akers, okay? Like, enough. Enough of this bullshit, please. Now, our last running back is our guy, J.K. Dobbins. Now, he's a little bit of a curious case. I'm not as bullish on Dobbins as I am Akers and Williams. But what I will say about Dobbins, who is going against Cleveland, whose line, their defense, their line, their linebackers, and their secondary, it... They're good. I, I think they're properly rated, and I think it's it's going to be not a struggle for the Rams by any means, but I think the Browns defense is going to surprise people a little bit. But the fact of the matter is, Dobbins isn't the starter. We know this. But he's carved out a role in this offense to where we're going to see 10 to 13 really explosive touches from him, okay? I could see one huge break off run from him for like you know 60 yards 50 yards to the house for a touchdown and really when you're talking flex plays like a Dobbins like a Akers that's all you want I mean I I project Dobbins to get around 15 points this week what else do you want from a flex play running back I mean if your flex is getting 15 every week and he doesn't make it out of his flex to go to an underperforming position like wide receiver tight end or running back you're most likely a championship team. So this week against Cleveland, I got J.K. Dobbins as a must-start. Do not let the rookie label 
scare you guys off, okay? It, 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 it's not something we're going to do here. It's the year of the rookie running back. These guys are ready to go. You saw it with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last night. These guys aren't on Clyde Edwards' level, but some of them might be when it's all said and done, okay? So keep that into consideration as we ride into the wide receivers. Now, this is my favorite section of the must-starts because I feel the most confident with them. So we have our number one. This is my number one must-start of the week, and it's Michael Gallup of the Dallas Cowboys, wide receiver against the L.A. Rams. No fans in the stands as usual out in L.A. But my biggest takeaway here is Jalen Ramsey is going to be all over Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys, their number one wide receiver. I'm not his biggest fan. Mike likes him a little more. But in reality, Gallup is going to put on a show because Cooper's going to be on lockdown for Jalen Ramsey. And Dak to Gallup is going to be an amazing connection all year long. We've been seeing a lot of questions about Gallup in the wide receiver two spot or flex. What, either way, Gallup's a must start. He's going to find the end zone. I pretty much guarantee it. I have him down here for 16 to 22 fantasy points. You'll take that any day from a wide receiver. Go with Gallup. Put him in. Don't even worry about it. Absolute next must start. Can't bust is A.J. Brown, okay? The second year sensation is looking to come into the 2020 season to solidify his spot as the top receiver in fantasy football as a top receiver in fantasy football excuse me he had an insane rookie campaign especially down the stretch the kid didn't even start until like week five or six he was a big part of that tennessee run he's a little banged up it looks like but he's expected to play they're in denver I don't think the altitude is going to affect him. I think we're going to see A.J. Brown assert his dominance as the number one receiver and 1A offensive option right next to Derrick Henry in this offense, okay? I have A.J. Brown 13 to 17 fantasy points this week. I think Tennessee is going to blow out Denver, and with Von Miller out, I think it's going to be even worse. Star A.J. Brown, don't get cute. Even if he's banged up, he'll find the end zone. Now, next, we got a little bit of a hot take, okay? So bear with me, but it's true. Jameson Crowder of the New York Jets at Buffalo. Now, there's two reasons we're doing this, okay? No fans in Buffalo. No fans for the first two weeks, at least. And then the second reason is Crowder's numbers last year against Buffalo. Now, in two games, he had 22 receptions for 165 yards and a touchdown. That's over two games, like I said. I expect similar numbers from him. I don't know if he's going to find the end zone necessarily, but I do know Sam Darnold is going to target him heavy. And especially in PPR leagues, I would find a way to get Crowder in in PPR deeper leagues, okay? So what does that mean? If you have two flex spots, if you have an extra wide receiver spot, If you have guys like Jarvis Landry and, um, you know, like Brandon Cooks who played already, but a little bit of toss-up guys, a little shaky guys, 
start Jamison Crowder in place. He's guaranteed to get you points, guys. He's going to get catches. Yes, the Buffalo defense is good, but these games are always close with the Jets and the Bills. The overall feeling around the Jets' offense, I think, is a little too premature. Their downfall, the prediction of their downfall is way too premature. I think the Jets aren't going to be as bad as people say this year. They're not going to contend for anything, but they're not going to be in the bottom five of the league again. So if that's 7-9, and 8-8, eight and eight, even 6-10, and 10, I think any wins they get is going to be because of this offense. And Crowder is the number one wide receiver in the offense. He's a must-start this week. If it's between him and some other guys, tweet at us, at Grand Central Fan. Let us know what you think. We can walk you through it a little more for specific... Excuse, oh, watch out. There's a motorcycle just drove by. Um, for specific situations and instances with Crowder, but at the end of the day, we think Crowder is a must-start purely in the flex spot in deep leagues, but when he puts up 12 to 14 points, you're going to thank us, okay? So now, let's dive right in to our final two picks, and that is the tight ends. So we got Jared Cook versus Tampa Bay. Now, everybody's on Tampa Bay. Everybody's hyping them up. We get it, guys, okay? Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Mike, Mikey Rock, the other half of Grand Central Fantasy, big Tom Brady guy, big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Uh, we already know where Mike stands on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Excuse me, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Jared Cook isn't scared of the Bucs or Brady or, or Gronk or any of these guys. He's still one of the most slept on tight ends in the NFL, even after 10 years in the league. When I looked that up, I, I was honestly shocked, guys, okay? Um, Cook had decent numbers last year against Tampa Bay. The defense is a little better, but I think he's going to find the end zone in this game. We're projecting 9-14 points. He scored a touchdown in both games against Tampa Bay last year. He's Breeze's security blanket. That's not named Michael Thomas. When they double Thomas, we're going to see a lot of targets to Sanders as well as Cook. I think you should definitely go with Cook this week if it's a toss-up between him and other tight ends. And if Cook's your only tight end, start him with confidence that this is a week that we love Cook, okay? Now, finally, we got Dallas Goddard, the tight end for Philly. They're at Washington playing the Washington football team. Now, Goddard is still behind Zach Ertz, okay? And he was all year last year, but he still finished as a top 10 tight end, even behind Wentz. What does that mean for week one? Well, the Washington football team's defense really isn't anything special. They started off a little hot last year. They were okay in spots, but because the Eagles lack so many weapons, I think that Goddard's going to be in the game plan just as much as Ertz, honestly, maybe a little less. And like I was saying about the defense in Washington, it's decent, but not enough, not good enough to where we're going to see them hold the Eagles to under 21 points. I think this is a big week for the Eagles as long as Wentz stays healthy. It looks like we got Sanders is going to be there. And I think it's all going to run well. And I think Goddard, if you're trying to choose between who's who and who who you should pick, 
for tight end and you're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, Goddard has the most upside of anybody, okay? So those are our must-starts for the week. We're about a little over 20 minutes right now. We're going to try to give you guys our big blogs in audio form throughout the season. So if you're not a big blog reader, you're more of a podcast guy, I totally understand that. If you have any questions, please tweet at us. If you want us to expand on them on the podcast, definitely tweet at us, DM us at Grand Central Fan on Twitter. Make sure you guys are going to the blog at on GrandCentralFantasy.com. That's what we're here for. We got a lot of gambling content coming. We have a really big giveaway happening right now. It's a signed Saquon Barkley jersey, okay? Me and Mike just ordered it the other day. It should be coming in within the next week or so, I think. I have to check with Mike about that. But we do have it coming in. Go on the Twitter, at Grand Central Fan. You're going to want to like and retweet that tweet. And we'll be drawing the winner on Tuesday, I believe. So... If you have any questions about anything in this podcast, anything at all, shoot us a message on Twitter. Followers are guaranteed insight and analysis to all their fantasy football questions. And you know the fucking vibes, baby. At the end of the day, we got your pack, GCF fam. Let's have a great week one.